Well, hi everyone, it's Charles here from the GHFC with podcast number 29. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you the fifth story in our series of what has recently become 10 stories, each one representing the career paths taken by fellow students having completed their initial tertiary qualifications in quarry engineering way back in the early 1980s. Now it's important that I point out these reflections simply serve as a point of reference for everyone, not just those in the engineering sector. To fully appreciate that although you may embark on a set career path in your late teens or early 20s, it does not have to be life-defining. What is most important is the ability to take stock of where you're at, ask yourself, are you being fulfilled? Then make the necessary adjustments to suit. That's exactly what these 10 people did. And as you'll see, life has worked out pretty well for them all. Now, these real life stories have recently been encapsulated in a book titled 40 Years On, Reflections on Life Before, During and After Quarrying. Um, ordering details as either an ebook or a soft cover hard copy book are available on the GHFC website at glasshalffullcom.com. Now, previously, we've heard from Andrew in Devon, Andy in Northumberland, Bernie in North Wales, and Charlie from Berkshire. In today's podcast, we will hear from Chris from Cornwall, who for narration purposes you can imagine sounds just like recently departed legendary Cornish comedian Jethro. In 1979, I was 19, and like Charlie, I was a very unworldly 19 to 20 year old, although I didn't realise it at the time. Born and bred in Rudruth, Cornwall, this was my first real time away from my family, friends and my dear rugby club. Initially, I wasn't sure whether I would love quarrying as this was something completely new based on my engineering subjects at college in Cornwall. My wife, even now, thinks I am weird, as I love seeing quarries, asphalt plants, and road construction projects. Weird, indeed. Now, at the time of writing this, uh, being April 2022, I am currently monitoring and reading all of the information on the current reinvention of the Hermedon mine, which is a major five-year project to recommence the extraction of tungsten. It really is a fantastic investment in modern technology to extract these valuable minerals as efficiently as possible. Seeing projects and understanding this type of amazing work are only possible due to the unique journey we all went on with the DDQ. As Charlie has already stated, those who are fortunate enough to attend High Mountain will understand. It was a passage to the world and a rite of promise of a BSc Engineering in Leeds in a one-year top-up course. I did just that, and after completing the DDQ, then went on to Leeds for the top-up year, gaining my BSc in Quarry Engineering. From there, I went back into ARC, as it was called way back then, and cut my teeth in quarry management as an assistant manager at Titherington, then quarry manager of a small hard rock quarry, Blackrock, followed by a large quarry, Penderin, in South Wales. 
I then became quarry manager for English China Clay Quarries at Coleman's in Froome, followed by area operations manager within the Mendips and the Cotswolds. My career was going very well and I too spent many a very happy evening at the Bath Institute of Quarrying branch, as well as some very drunken socials, including the annual ladies' night. Changes in the quarrying markets were happening and I became general manager for a company called Enstone, which was an independent company that had just been taken over by Lafarge, the first venture for them in the UK. And from there, I ended up in the southeast once Lafarge had taken over Redland Aggregates. At this point in my life, I, alongside two colleagues, set up a company called Derby Cement, taking on the big boys as we imported cement into the UK. We had an interesting time, penetrating markets within the east of England. To say it was a bloodbath would be an understatement at the highest level. I, like Charlie, had an epiphany in my early 40s when I realised how much I actually enjoyed training people along with coaching and developing them. Accordingly, I trained and gained a postgraduate certificate in education, a PGCE, and spent the last 20 years in special needs, most of this time as an assistant head where I developed teams and people with the skills required to teach students in a unique education world. Well, I'm now semi-retired and work as a business skills trainer in the corporate world in areas like assertiveness, managing change, managing performance, etc. So I was one that progressed into a flourishing and rewarding career in the quarrying sector for the first 20 odd years and then changed into education. There is not one minute of my time in Doncaster, Leeds and the quarrying industry that I regret and would do it all over again. This time and experience developed me so much and gave me the skills and development to be able to go into this special education. The memories and life skills I learned during my time at Doncaster and the relationships built there put me in good stead, allowing me to have a fantastic career and to have colleagues who I am still in contact with and visit all over the world. Since reconnecting, these memories have been re-energised, occasionally meeting for meals, beer, wines and more, and will always reinforce the fun and companionship that life has to offer. Long may they continue. So there we have it. What a buoyant, bubbly story from Chris uh, and his recollections of the past 40 years. I hope you, you gained some insights and added value from, from Chris's story and all the ones that uh, have come before him. Uh, and as always, many thanks for taking the time to listen. Our next story, being the sixth, my goodness, will be from Ian in Yorkshire. And that will follow shortly. Uh, should you or, or someone you know be showing signs of anxiety, then please do contact the following organisations or at least take a look at their website, uh, the Black Dog Institute, Beyond Blue, Gotcha for Life, Lifeline, Sane Australia, Are You OK or Headspace. Until next time, stay mentally well. All the very best from Charles at the GHFC.